Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another bite-sized political podcast. And when we talk about these being bite-sized, that's because hopefully they've got a bite in them. And I want to take a bite at the Windsor framework because I see all the usual political pundits are saying, hooray for Rishi, he's done the impossible. He's won back sovereignty for the United Kingdom. He's done something that even, even Boris Johnson couldn't do. And uh, this is great news for Northern Ireland. It's great news for the United Kingdom. It's great news for the EU as well. Everyone's a winner. Hooray for, uh, for Rishi. And not only that, but wasn't King Charles the woke? Wasn't he there to shake hands with Ursula von der Leyen uh, to reinforce the feeling of uh, now the EU and the UK are getting back together again? And isn't it lovely? Okay, let me, because you're not going to hear this from too many other sources. So listen to what I need to talk to you about in this one, because I'm going to explain to you why this, this, is, this is a complete farce. It's laughable. I heard Julia Hartley Brewer talking about how good it was in that breathless voice. She was almost breathless about it. But let's remember, it's no thanks to the European Union. Oh, you're so tough, Julia. You're so tough. Everything you're hearing, you're being lied to. That's the first point. So let's let's just go through this point by point. Three points to make. First of all, the sea border, the Irish sea border has now been institutionalized. They're now saying there will be a green lane. There will be a red lane. Uh, products going to Northern Ireland will go through the Green Lane. Uh, products going to the Irish Republic uh, will go to the red, go through the red lane. Right. But if you're having a lane structure, that means there is a border. If products coming from France to England, they don't have a green lane and a red lane. Or if they're going from the EU to Scotland or Wales, they don't have a green lane or a red lane. But in Northern Ireland, they have to have a green lane and a red lane. So this is the British government, just so you're clear on it, making it absolutely crystal clear to anyone with eyes that can see is that Northern Ireland is being treated differently from the rest of the United Kingdom and essentially is being seen at the very best as semi-detached. But it's actually worse than that because, of course, the, uh, the European Court of Justice um, reigns supreme now in part of the United Kingdom. And this is this is the thing they're not talking to you about. And this is why I want to chat to you about this one. You hear lots of talk about, oh, the storm and break, the storm and breaks in place. The politicians at storm and if they don't like something, they can pull the brake. <laughs> really? Okay, Let, let's listen to my source, who's Ursula von der Leyen. And I'm going to play you a very, uh, a very quick 10 second clip of Ursula explaining who retains legal control over Northern Ireland. Listen to this. Um, but we have, ECJ will have the final say on EU law and single market issues. Um, but we have in this Windsor framework worked hard on the rules that existed before, not only the ECJ on EU law, but also the arbitration panel on not EU laws, and this includes the new storm at break. So she's making it really clear. The European Court of Justice will retain full control, full final decision-making powers over any conflicts. Well, why would that be? Well, she's saying, well, it's because you see the ECJ oversees the single market. Yeah, but what's the single market got to do with Northern Ireland if we've left the United Kingdom? 
but we haven't. That's the point in it. Boris Johnson lied through his teeth when he talked about his oven ready deal that meant that the whole of the UK left the United Kingdom, left the European Union. And I remember I was one of the few voices saying, this is rubbish. Uh, Northern Ireland's been left behind. We've been left in the single market subject to the ECJ. That, that was in 2019, I said that. Uh, here we are in 2023, and Rishi Sunak's saying the same thing. But the EU are saying something very, very different. And, you know, either Ursula von der Leyen is lying, so that's, I suppose, one way you might want to look upon it, but I don't really think she's in a position to do that. The fact of the matter is that our weak as anything uh, prime minister has yet again caved to the European Union, and the British media don't want to talk about it. And there's another as important aspect of this, which, again, they're not really wanting to talk very much about. And it's this. Under, even under Boris Johnson's dreadful deal, uh, there was an agreement that either party could, if, if they didn't think it was working out, they could tear it up and just walk away. That has now been torn up by Rishi Sunak. So we no longer have any right of exit from this Windsor framework. In other words, it's even more damaging to us because if things go wrong, sorry, you signed it. You cannot walk away. Under the Johnson deal, you could walk away. Now, I've seen all those usual people like Steve Baker, for example, rushing out to say, this is even better than I had hoped for. This is the Steve Baker who, uh, of course, now occupies a junior ministerial position here in Northern Ireland. Oh, what a surprise. This is the Steve Baker who said he was working super duper doubly hard to stand with the LGBTQ plus community. That's that Steve Baker. And then another shill, David Davis. He rushes out to tell us, oh, I'm Mr. Free Speech, but I think this is a good deal. I think there are some people within the Conservative Party, like John Redwood, for example, who are showing a degree of caution about this, um, about this deal. But make no mistake, this is the EU and the British government working against the people of Northern Ireland in the form of the DUP and those like myself. Uh, but it's, the final sting is worse than that. And this is the last thing I wanted to say. If you can, as has been, has been the case, if you've agreed EU, CJ's supremacy over one part of the United Kingdom. What's to stop you from extending that to all parts of the United Kingdom? And that's the end game in this. The end game is not this so-called Windsor framework, which is laughable. The end game is ultimately to reverse the United Kingdom out of Brexit and back into a legalized relationship once again within the European Union. That's the unspeakable nasty secret that they won't tell you. None of the commentators will tell you. Their eyes are firmly closed on this one, but my eyes are wide open and so should yours. Thanks for listening.